Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Well, Sean Lang here with Pro Wrestling Enforcement Podcast. Glad to be on here. Of course, we're very fortunate we have a great guest giving us his time today. We're welcoming the promoter of Global Syndicate Wrestling, uh, you know, Alexander Gordon. He's announced their first event February 20th, 2021 in Deptford, New Jersey on Fight TV. You know, make sure to check out the event live. Yana Perrazzo was the Impact Knockouts Champion against, you know, second-generation star, Sean Guerrero. And uh, Alex Hammerstone versus Joe During, and and I mean we're excited to uh, you know talk, talk about this. Obviously, I know you you have a big announcement that was just made, Alexander, uh, the multi-year deal, international distribution agreement with Fight Globe in Canada, Europe, Asia, Latin America, and the Middle East, which we'll get into as well. And so, welcome on to the the Pro Wrestling Force podcast. Alex, are you there? Oh, we lost him. Yeah, so I just introduced you. Uh, everything that went on, uh, tell us, you know, obviously how you got involved with, uh, global syndicate wrestling. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Thank you for having me on the show. Um, to get started, uh, global syndicate wrestling is something that has been in the works for a while. It's not something where everybody just woke up and was like, Hey, let's do this. Uh, myself and my two business partners, um, we are disenfranchised with the overall state of wrestling in North America. Um, there are some good things out there, but for as much good as that goes on, there's also equal amounts of bad, in my opinion. Uh, everybody has their own opinion on that matter, but what Global Syndicate Wrestling is really at its core most aspect is we feel we can do wrestling just as good or if not better than everything else that's out there. So that's what we're hoping to bring to the table. And this is our version of what we think pro wrestling should be. For sure. And talk about like, what do you feel uh, global syndicate wrestling has to offer different from the other promotions that are out there? Well, it seems to me that a lot of the promotions that are out there today, um, they are stuck in the 2000 Indies mindset, and I'm not knocking that. I love that style of pro wrestling. Uh, that's one of the things that made me a huge fan. Um, but we are going to be uh, – how do I describe this perfectly? We're kind of like a time machine. Okay. Take a look at classic 80s and 90s All Japan pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. That brought into the modern world is basically what we are going to bring to the table with a little bit of Smoky Mountain and JCP thrown in there as well. Nice. So you feel like there's an audience out there that you you can definitely captivate with this. Maybe an there's audience a, that has, hasn't been watching wrestling for some time. We're looking for the audience that hasn't been watching wrestling and a lot of the current audience. Because there is one thing, no matter what type of wrestling you enjoy – you sit somebody down and you show them a good wrestling match and they're going to watch it. Definitely. 
And so how do you feel about, uh, you know, the, the, actually the lineup that you've been able to put together? Uh, did, this, uh, did it take some time? You know, obviously with the pandemic, a lot of wrestlers, you know, their scheduling and their travel is all, you know, under this pandemic. It's very difficult for them. You know, it's just like not like normal day, you know, normal times is what, is what I'm saying. It seems like you've booked them far in advance for a reason. We've had people booked for a little while. Um, our main goal with getting people booked is we didn't want to wait until a month out from the show to book people. We wanted to get a core group of talent, get the show set up, and start promoting it as soon as we can, which is why the first one of the first things we announced was our main event, which is Alex Hammerstone versus Joe Doring. Yeah. And I feel that is going to be one of the hardest hitting matches you will see in 2021. And I'll even go out the stretch here and say it could be a match of the year contender for 2021. Yeah, definitely. That's that's one heck of a match. And Joe Doran, of course, is on Impact Wrestling. Alex Hammerstone on MLW. Uh, you know, talk about, you know, obviously you have the Queens Road qualifier. And what is this going to lead into in the long run? Well, the Queens Road qualifier is a... Um, Basically what it says, it's a qualifier. It is a tournament where we will have the best of the best ladies compete against each other to go on to August 20th, where they will face each other to crown the first ever GSW Women's Champion. Definitely. And then how did you go about getting Diana Perrazzo and Shal Guerrero? Because this is a fun match. I really, I think this is going to be one of the, the best matches of the card. Well, when we were looking to put together the card, we went out there looking for the best of the best. And when you are talking about the quintessentialist of women's wrestling in North America, the person that comes to mind is Deanna Ferrazzo. There mm -hmm. is no one else that is as good as her right now. I'd even put her up against some of the men in wrestling. And we felt we needed to have her, and we went out there, and we got her locked in. As for Shaw, Shaw is recently getting back into wrestling. I don't know if you've been following what she's been doing on social media. She has been training her butt off to get ready to compete and get back in the ring and live up to the legacy of her father. But at the same time, she wants to forge her own legacy and prove that she's not just a pretty face. Definitely. And both of them have had backgrounds. They both wrestled for NXT as well. You know, when Shaw was uh, was uh, was there training there. And so this is an exciting match. And yeah, Brazo for her, you know, she in New Jersey, that's where she's from originally. So I'm sure you're expecting, you know, her to have a hometown crowd. I'm hoping so. Uh, right now, sadly, we don't know if we're even going to be able to have a crowd in attendance. Um, due to lockdowns, New Jersey is looking just from our indications, we're looking at New Jersey going into another lockdown. We're yeah. not sure how long that could be. That could end up being till the summer. Um, but as they say, the show must go on. So fans or no fans, we will still be live come February 20th on Fight TV. Yeah, and talk about that partnership with Fight TV and, and getting your show on there. I mean, I'm sure it's huge now because most wrestling events are now streaming live. That's how you can catch them is on Fight TV, you know, if they're not on the major networks. So I'm sure that's an added bonus for you. Yes, it is. Fight TV, when we started this, Fight TV is one of the things we wanted to get squared out of the way right away. Um, they are great and have been working with us every step of the way, and I hope it is a great long-lived partnership. Um, on top of Fight TV, uh, something that we recently announced as of December 1st, we have signed a multi-year deal with Fight Globe for international distribution. 
Excellent. And I mean, that, that seems like a, one of the things that maybe your promotion has that others won't. And so you'll be able to build that international following really quickly. That, that is something we would love to do. Um, I feel like we are ahead of the game when it comes to a lot of these other promotions that are out there. It doesn't seem like they have the drive to be bigger than they are. Um, one of the things we're doing here at GSW is we're not trying to compete with anybody. We want to be the best of the best that we can put on, and we're not going to focus or worry about anybody else. We are going to do our own thing, and right now that thing is focusing on global expansion and getting ourselves all over the world. And we see the four matches that have been announced already. Are you planning on adding more matches as time goes on? Uh, yes, we are. And telling that actually... you're iron. Oh, go ahead. I can actually reveal a match that has not been announced for the first time here on the show. Um, we are going to have Richard Holiday versus Jake Christ. Oh, nice. Nice. That's going to be exciting. Jake, of course, is from Impact and Richard Holiday from MLW. So that's going to be an exciting uh, match as well. Yeah, I think that, that um, you know, right now with the pandemic, everything going on, there's just this need to to put on better shows, you know, to put on shows that people can, you know, not only have availability to, but, you know, if they can't make it in person, they can watch it online. So, and you feel like you'll be able to contribute to that. Yes, I do. I, I want us to be an escape from the world. Um, like you said, with the pandemic and COVID and the madness of politics in the world right now, people are fed up with all that stuff. They need yeah. an escape from the world. And we want GSW to be that escape for the hour, two hours, two and a half hours, whatever our show ends up running. We want you, when you're watching the show, to be able to turn your mind off, get lost in global syndicate wrestling, and just relax and enjoy yourself for once. And we want to be able to be that outlet for you. Definitely. And Chris, do you have any questions you'd like to ask? Yes, definitely. Now... With signing Joe Doring as you did, getting him locked in for shows, does that open up a doorway to possibly, when this whole thing is over, getting any talent from all Japan wrestling signed into GSW or anything in the next few years you've got coming up? Um, we would love to work with all Japan Pro Wrestling. I have had a brief dialogue with the jury um, due to – the pandemic there is nothing set in stone right now and cultural reasons you do not do negotiations while this is going on but we have opened the forbidden door as people want to put it <laughs> um <laughs> i hope that this is something that we could cultivate and grow with them um mm -hmm. as of right now there is nothing concrete but i would love it and I feel like if we are able to form a partnership with All Japan, it will be as beneficial to us as it will be for them because it will open the exposure to them more in the United States. And honestly, it would give us the Japanese exposure. So, Which would be amazing. And going forward in the next few years, what are your plans for the next few years? Um, expansion, pay-per-view events. Do you have anything like that lined up? Right now, we have tentative plans for the next few years. Um, we aren't looking at those uh, as a big-time thing right now. Right now, we are focused on year one, and we are going to take things year by year because we don't want to bite off too much and you know, overwhelm ourselves or get too big for ourselves right now and then you know implode. 
we want to focus on one show at a time, and right now we are focusing on GSW Inception, and I hope everybody will be able to tune in and enjoy the show. I know yeah. I'll be tuning in for sure. For sure. And I did have a question, you know, Alex, because, you know, back in, you know, not even that long ago, but like 10 years ago, you know, most wrestling promotions, independent wrestling promotions, they put their show on public access TV. Um, and now we don't really see any of that anymore. Like we could turn on on Saturday morning, we would see a, you know, independent wrestling match from maybe the previous, uh, you know, three weeks ago. But now there's like no support of the independent wrestling on um, TV. It's only SmackDown, which is on Fox. Uh, do you feel like that's something you could break into on public access TV is eventually, you know, do a weekly show out of all the content you have? I would love to go that route. Uh, like I said a minute ago, we are focusing just on what's directly in front of us, which is Inception. But that is not something we will rule out. Um, that would be fantastic um, if I can get in the works and get that taken care of. Um, but who knows what the future holds? I hope that is the case. But For sure. And then talk about you know how you're going to make uh, the event safe, like the professional wrestlers, the staff. Uh, to make sure that, you know, there is no uh, COVID-19, obviously, there in the venue when you're performing this show, you know. Well, we and- are fully COVID compliant. Myself and my business partner, one of my business partners are both COVID compliance officers. He's a COVID compliance officer for film sets in the state of New York and New Jersey. I am a FEMA certified COVID control officer. Um we will be doing all taking all the precautions. Um, we are doing temperature checks at the door. Uh, we are going to be repeatedly doing temperature checks throughout the show just to make sure and you know give ourselves safety and give the performers safety. This is with COVID out there. We are not going to go out there and want to take a risk unless you know if you take one risk, it could end up steamrolling and everybody gets sick, and that is not something we want. We want to be a safe place for not only the workers, but our fans when, when and if we're allowed to have fans in attendance again in the near future. And, you know, when the summer does come again, would outdoor venues be a possibility if, you know, we cannot get the, you know, the shutdown orders to be changed? Would they allow maybe uh, outdoor? We saw that happen, you know, in Indianapolis with the GCW, the Collective and many other independent promotions, including like Warrior Wrestling from Chicago, which I'm not sure if you knew about, because they saw Warrior Wrestling did it uh, successfully. They went ahead, uh, AEW went ahead and started bringing in fans to the Daily uh, Center for AEW Dynamite and their pay-per-view events. So do they realize that's a possibility when you look at uh, the safety that's uh, required, but also, you know, in that open-air environment, it's a lot easier to do? Well, I'm neither myself or my partner are a fan of the outdoor environment setting. Um, It is something we may look into in the future, depending on how COVID uh, situation pans out over the next several months. But as of right now, we're not planning or looking into doing any type of outdoor events at all. It's just too much of a hassle on our production aspect. And we are going for top of the line production. And I feel we feel being outside would kind of take away from that aspect. Definitely. And then talk, let's talk about a couple of the other matches on the car. You know, Gio Galvano versus uh, Smiley versus Rick Reyes. Uh, that looks like it's going to be an exciting one. Yes, it is. Smiley is a former House of Glory world champion. 
Um, Ricky Reyes is one of the most underrated names in North America. He has done it all for the last 18, 19 years, I believe it is, 19. Um, we're going in, and you are going to see a triple threat that will knock your socks off. Nice, nice. I'm, I'm really excited for that one. And just like to see new names, you know, and gain familiar, even if we've not seen them before. I've seen Ricky Reyes perform, of course, before, but I, I'm just glad, as you know, I love to see the opportunity to have new wrestlers, you know, get that platform. Is that huge for you as well? That is something we want to do. Honestly, while if you look at NXT, you look at WWE, you look at AEW, you look at Impact Wrestling, there are some newer names involved in those shows. And I love seeing new names, but for the most part, it is the same core group of guys that we have been seeing on the indies and the major, like the major indie circuit for the better part of the last 10 years. And while there is a few new faces peppered in, it's usually just boils back down to being all the same people. And sadly, it doesn't seem like the newer guys and girls are getting the exposure they deserve. For example, look at Ricky Reyes. The fact that that man isn't on a big time show somewhere is mind mind baffling to me. Like I, I don't understand why he's not there. Same thing with Alex Hammerstone. Um, we want to be that vehicle for them to get out there and get their name out and get new fans to follow them. Even if they don't stay with us, we want to be there for them and help them get them get their uh, value out there. Definitely. And then the other Queens Road qualifier, Gabby Ortiz versus Vicious Vicky. Uh, talk about this match. And, you know, fans may not be familiar with Gabby Ortiz, but she's also has some work in Ring, in Ring of Honor before. And for Vicious Vicky, obviously she's uh, Italian from New Jersey. I don't know much else about her, but she seems like she, she's got the look. She's got the ability, you know, to go in there and uh, perform. So talk about those two women. I will say this, everybody who is going to be on our shows for the foreseeable future, we have meticulously researched them and looked into what they can do in the ring, and if we did not feel they could deliver to the to the level that we want them to and the level that we are attaining for, you would not see them in GSW. For example, Gabby, um, like you said, she's been in Ring of Honor. She's been on the independent scene in the North, Northeast, Central. Um, she has also had a run in stardom in 2017, which I feel gives her uh, head and shoulders above the rest of the competition. Um, she is going to be someone that we hopefully can bank on for the foreseeable future. And I think people will be pleasantly surprised with what she brings to the table. Um, Vicky is relatively a newcomer. She, um, she tried out for WWE a few years ago and due to uh, medical issues that I won't go into, uh, anybody listening would like to research. You can go check out her Twitter or just Google what was going on. It's not my place to talk about. Um, sadly that ended for her and she's been busting her butt to get her name out there and get back. And we want to be that tool for Vicky. Excellent. And, you know, I think when you have like Jake Chris there, you got that connection with uh, Dave Chris, Sammy Callahan. And would that be a possibility to, to bring OVE into this, uh, into the fold one day? I would love to bring OVE into the fold. Um, I don't know if that's something that's doable or not, um, but who knows right. what the future holds. You can never say never in wrestling. So. Mm-hmm. And do you feel like, um, you know, later down the road, not only you're going to have, you know, wrestlers going on and doing other bigger events, 
you're going to have a lot of, you know, roster spots open. And who are you looking to fill those roster spots with? Like, in, is there a few that you've, you know, you know, projected in your head that these guys would be the next top dogs? Um, I can't say on anybody that we're looking at right now because we are in various stages of discussion with countless people. <laughs> um, okay. One of the people I will um, put out there as a future of our of GSW is Gio Gavano. Um, I have dubbed that man the future. I feel like he is going to bring a lot of things to the table. And in five, ten years' time, if GSW is still around, which I believe it will be, Gio will likely be the face of our company. Nice. And Chris, do you have any questions? I have one last question before we wrap this up. Going forward, from what I'm hearing, from what everyone's hearing, what I'm hearing is GSW is going to be this all-Japan Smoky Mountain hybrid, which is amazing. I love those promotions. That could be the resurgence mark for that classic wrestling. Do you think you'd be able to draw in some of the older fans who no longer watch wrestling with that product set in mind? That is the goal. Um, one of the things we are doing is we are reaching out to legends in the business, guys who know how to guys who have lived through everything and they know the styles. They know what draws. Uh, for example, we are hoping and we're in preliminary discussions to make this happen, but to sit down and have creative consultations with Dutch Mantel and Ricky Martin. Um those two guys are invaluable assets, and I feel that's one of the ish wrong things wrong with a lot of companies in North America today. I'm not trying to badmouth anybody. I would never do that. But it seems like there's a stigma on working with these legends. AEW is doing it a little bit, and that's fantastic because having guys like uh, – for AEW, for example, like I said, having guys like Arn Anderson and J.J. Dillon in the locker room to talk with the guys – is invaluable. That is something you can't get anywhere else. And I'm hoping with the likes of Dutch Mantel and Ricky Morton, if we could work something out that that puts us head and shoulders above the rest. Um, another person we have been speaking to is Herb Gibson, Herb Simmons. Sorry, Herb Simmons. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with him. Yes, I am. He used to work in the South, South America, in America, in the South and he's been a fixture in the wrestling business for the last 50 years. Yes, we, uh, I have spoken at length with Herb. Um, I was actually on the phone with him this morning. <laughs> um, <laughs> he is working with us big time to help us get this off the ground. He believes in our mission statement that we have behind, behind us. Um, that is another thing. Our mission statement is how we approach every single person that is wrestling for GSW. When Before we talk about... Uh, Booking fees before we talk about, you know, what they want to do with us. We sit down and talk to them and tell them what GSW is about. We are a pro wrestling company. Get the sports entertainment out of here. We are going to focus on pro wrestling. And a lot of the times when we talk about things with people, people, their jaw drops. And not in a bad way. They're surprised that we want to focus on pro wrestling aspect over everything else. And... You have no idea how many people that has opened doors with us for because it just blows them away. Nice. I believe it. And my jaw just dropped because there's a big hole missing in the wrestling business in America, and that is the aspect of wrestling. 
We've gone so far into the entertainment aspect that we forgot that wrestling is within itself a sport and a craft that cannot be duplicated or replicated well, or I, sold I out. One of the things that people seem to forget is wrestling should be entertaining in itself. You don't need the over-the-top theatrics or the comedy or the over-the-top storylines of, oh, you just kicked my baby or you got me pregnant or we got married or throwing someone into a vat of orange juice or a swimming pool to further an angle. You should be able to further an angle by doing just little things. Um, a backdrop on the outside of the ring, that is something that used to be a match-ending, a huge match-ending moment, and it was a big heel-heat move you know it got the heel heat it made the baby face it took the baby face out of action for a while and then when the baby face came back to go after the top heel that was electric i mean i'm I'm not saying that gsw is going to do that exactly because that's a a product of a bygone era but we are going to take those types of ideas and modernize them and show you like i said show you our version of professional wrestling i'm excited i Cannot wait to see that first show. I know I will be watching. And for anyone listening, you got to check this out. GSW Inception, February 20th, 2021. It's going to be an amazing show. Definitely. We cannot wait. And, Alex, we appreciate you being on Pro Wrestling Enforcer Podcast. You know, you're welcome to come back on here if you have any announced, maybe right before the show. And I would love to definitely get some of the talent on the show, on the podcast as well, if that'd be possible. Oh, that's that's something we can look into, definitely. Uh, One of the things I actually wanted to put out there, because this is not something that's very common in the wrestling business, um, we here at GSW um, noticed in the last couple of weeks, are you guys familiar with Alexander Hammerstone? Yes. 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 His girlfriend was diagnosed with stage three cancer. I'm not going to go into the details. That's not my, again, that's not my place to talk about. Um, they had to rely on a GoFundMe to get the cost for medical bills. And they are in bad financial straits because not because of anything they're doing wrong, but because the way the country is due to COVID and the lockdowns. Um, one of the things that we are doing at GSW and we hope, uh, in the future, we could turn this into a charity organization or a nonprofit is the GSW Wrestler Relief Fund, which we are going to take whatever little bit of money we can each and every show off each and every sale of merchandise or anything like that. Ticket sales, you know, pay-per-view sales. We're going to put that in a pot and we're going to create a pot for this. And whenever anybody is in dire financial straits, medical needs or anything like that, it doesn't matter if they've even been with GSW. We want to be there for the wrestlers. We are a company by the wrestlers for the wrestlers, for the fans. Awesome. Yeah. That's, that's really, uh, really remarkable of you guys to, to, uh, mention that. And that's something that you're working on. Really notable. Well, it seems like there's a lot of that today going on it seems like the companies for the most part don't take care of their talent there's been a big stink with wwe about that and we are going to try to change the game as much as we can i don't know if we're going to be able to but you never hurt you never get hurt from trying so Mm -hmm. hopefully we'll be able to do some good for some people out there definitely well i appreciate you again being on pro wrestling enforcer podcast and everybody make sure to check it out february 21st 
GSW Inception. We make sure to uh, subscribe to all of their social media and, you know, keep uh, keep note that it is going to be on Fight TV. You guys will be able to purchase that in the future. Uh, well, we have it's that available information. for purchase now, actually. Oh, it is. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely make that information available on our page as well. So that way we'll that we'll be able to direct them there to to make that uh to make that uh purchase or that transaction, but we really appreciate you being on the show. We wish you best of luck. I hope that the show sells out. If you guys don't have the fans, then I hope you guys you know have uh, big numbers of the internet pay per view. I hope so as well. Thank you for having me on. Um, if you'd like, everybody can check us out on Twitter at GSW underscore pro on Instagram at GSW pro one word. Uh, we are on YouTube and Facebook. Uh, just gl- search global syndicate wrestling and check us out. Um, you will not regret it. We are going to hopefully be around for a very long time and we hope we can give you a product you'll enjoy. Sounds good. Appreciate the time and take care. Thank you. Bye. And for for Christopher Grams, this is Sean Lamb, World Wrestling Enforcer Podcast. And uh, Chris, you know, we, we'll welcome you back when you're ready to get back on the podcast. In the meantime, guys, we'll be doing some uh, weekly weekly stuff to, to keep up uh, with on Facebook. And also we'll do some uh, some podcasts, hopefully with some guests. Yep. Uh, That's yep, my announcement before we end the show. To the audience, to everyone listening. I've had a great time doing the podcast. I've had a great time giving you the wrestling news you need to hear. I'm taking a break for a while. In my leave of absence, we will have another person, one of my co-workers, one of our co-editors, Peter Schiller, taking over. Please treat him as the way you treated me. He's a great guy. He'll do a great job. And when I return, I will be rejuvenated and I will be back better than ever. Sounds good, Chris. Well, Sean Lane here, Pro Wrestling Enforcer Podcast, with Chris Grams, and of course, our great guest here today. Make sure to check out once again GSW and Alexander Gordon is the promoter. Take care, everyone. Happy holidays, everyone, as well. Be safe and happy New Year. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.